pay attention. We're gonna teach you something real special. Real special today. This is two coins. Two coins. Two coins. My boy Wally. Wally. Then Ronnie. Ronnie. Wherever you're at, we're at. Showing two sides of the same coin. Let me know what y'all think. Two coins. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter today. Welcome back to the Two Coin Podcast. It's your boy Ronnie. And I'm Waleed, the other side of the coin. Today's episode is brought to you by Eggnog with a little hint of Southern comfort. And before we forget, make sure y'all hit that subscribe button. We on YouTube now. We trying to grow the community out here. So let us know. Make sure you hit that subscribe. Hit that like, you know. Please watch my videos. (laughs) Fuck with us. Gang shit, though. But hey, right off the bat, bro, I'm about to go ahead and pull the first coin out the bank if you understand what I'm saying. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The vacuum. And for those of us that don't know what the VACI is, it's what social media is referring to the vaccine for COVID-19. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. So, I mean, like, it's a hot topic of discussion right now, I think. Um, oh, definitely, man. Because I feel like finally we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know, so now that a vaccine is going to be available shortly, um, big question that, you know, I guess people are debating is, do you be like part of a positive change and take it immediately to help slow the spread as soon as possible? Or do you wait and take the vaccine to see the risks before um, you take it, but then at the same time contribute to not slowing the spread, right? So my question to you, Ronnie, heads or tails? Heads, take it ASAP. Tails, wait and see. Man, I'm taking tails on this one, bro. Like, I'm going to wait and see. Like, I get it. People can feel some type of way about, oh, you helping to spread this and that. But nah, at the end of the day, I don't know what the fuck the government got on their hands. Like, I get it. There's a lot of big corporations and big companies that are working towards, you know what I mean, finding us this cure, finding us this vaccine. But at the end of the day, this whole situation seemed fishy to me. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be the first round or first two or even first three. Like, you know what I mean? People talking about, I'm going to wait like a couple months and see how it is now. Nah, like, I'm going to wait to close to a year see how people react to this. Yeah, I feel You know it. what I mean? Bro, I'm with you. And I'm going to put it this way, bro. Like, before 2020, I was anti a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, I was anti-voting, but ended up voting. I was anti-vaccine. Now that's like, there's a huge pandemic going around. I do plan on taking it. Like, I'm not going to come out full stop and say, no, I'm not going to take it. Yeah. But um, I'm going to wait and see. But I don't want that to sound selfish, too, because... I feel like there's a lot of variable into how long you wait and see. Like, with me personally, like, I'll, I'll wait until maybe, like, one or two people close to me takes it and, and, and basically just confirms it for me, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I'm not going to, like, wait and check the numbers every day and see, like, significant, like, drop before I take it. Like, I'll still take it and I'll wait, but I'm not going to, like, line up when it drops, you know? So I'll put it this way. If the vaccine drops in, in June... You're talking about, like, an album? <laughs> when the vaccine drops well, it's, it's, in it's, June, they already started shipping it out, bro. Like, it's yeah. Good. So when it drops in June to the general public, it's gonna drop like this month. But that's gonna be for essential workers, yeah. Like, and not, they're not gonna have enough supply. So yeah, I'll, yeah, give it till June. You know what I mean? So at, when it comes out in June, are you taking it in June? I mean, if I know one or two people that's taking it and says it's good money before that time, then yeah. By good money, what you mean? Like, it gets more expensive? As in, like, what are the side effects? Like, does it make you significantly more sick? Does it have long-term shit? Is it, like, there's a lot of, you know, unknown medical stuff out there. And, like, vaccines usually take multiple years to manufacture, make, distribute. And they did this shit in, like, eight months. Like, we was chilling at the crib the whole time, and they they were making a vaccine from scratch. Bro, think about it this way, man. Think about how different life was literally a year ago. A year ago today, last December. Yeah. Shit was a lot different, you know what I mean? 
I feel like this is probably the first major world event that we've lived through. Like 9-11, yeah. like we were children. And I don't know. This is, this is the major this like, is event be... that's shaking everybody, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. not nah, definitely. Because I was about to say, like, even with 9-11, it shook us because we were in the U.S., you know what I mean, where it hit the hardest, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as far as this whole corona, it's such a global pandemic, like, this is one of those things they're going to be talking about in like the history books. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the pandemic of 2020. Like 2020. And that's not even the main topic. Like there's, at there's all, a bunch bro. of other shit that's you're going to see in the history. Hell is shit that got. But it's just going to be one of those. Like they're going to tie it all together to the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Like whether that's right or wrong. But, that ain't... Bro, going back to the vaccine though. I don't, yeah. I don't want it to turn into like a whole. And I don't people take this the wrong way. It's like a whole like full-on social justice thing to where uh you're, you're judged if you don't take it you're you just tell people you're cautious about taking it oh yeah man that's my other thing too is like i don't want to have to be forced into taking it you know, you know what i mean like and sit, get, like sit there and get lectured by somebody who's like you know you should take it because uh, uh, but even outside of that i'm talking about even like because i'm not even tripping off of that i'm like if a government comes in talking about like People who haven't taken it need to... Rep- you know what I mean? If it really comes on some like apocalyptic shit, but like... You think they're going to mandate it for like employment? That's another thing, bro. And like if you're already employed, like... Would they like, mandate see, like, you I'm to take it? I'm curious if, if like my company is going to make me take it when it becomes r- readily available. Like I feel like I don't know what provisions restrict them from doing that, but I feel like they could probably... Oh, big facts, like, man. Make that mandatory. But you got to think too, bro. Like at that point, that's like a perfect way to like... Not even get on like no conspiracy shit, but like on some real shit. Like that's the way they could even get it into the general public. Cause think about how many people got jobs that would have their employees. You know for, what I mean? Force feed everybody that shit. You feel me? Yeah. Now you now you got God knows what in the vaccine. But now I also want to say this before we move on to the next topic. Fucking um, yeah. Being cautious about taking it or being hesitant to take the vaccine. There's two different ways of doing it. There's like a harmful way to be cautious, and then there's like a fully justifiable, understandable way. What I'm talking about is the right-wing MAGA conspiracy theory motherfuckers that aren't taking the vaccine. That's harmful. But, you know, African-Americans not wanting to take the vaccine because of the fucked up history the U.S. government has with vaccines and black people is fully justifiable and a fully reasonable thing. And so people shouldn't like mix them together and talk okay. about them under one oh conspiracy theorists not taking the vaccine yeah because there's two different ways of looking at it and there's more nuance to it that's all i'm gonna say big facts man hey there's every hey there's two sides to every coin but i feel like we both took tails on that one so yep you know how that go well hey swerve things over a little bit second coin in the bag the baby album now bruh this album was definitely something that brought that showed me something different, you know what I mean? It showed a lot of listeners, a lot of fans, something different. One, rest in peace to his brother, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who, this whole thing was pretty much inspired after, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and, like, for those who are unaware, uh, his brother committed suicide, when was that? A few months ago, right? Yeah, I want to say, like, a month and a half ago. And he dropped this album not too long after, so that's, like, two albums back-to-back coming off the heels of, like, uh, big, significant life tragedies. Literally, lose your father... And then, but regardless, man, this album, Brothers Keeper, now, we won't say on heads, you got this album actually showed you something different, you know what I mean? Something different from the baby and how he presented himself and how, like, his, you know what I mean? 
his whole overall approach with music because a lot of people say he's stale or he sounds the same or you know what I mean? Yeah. There's Re- nothing Recycles different. the same flow. Exactly. Yeah. So, A, did this, al- uh, did this album show you something different or B, or Tales is this, you know what I mean? Is this the same old baby? I mean, I think we could both agree. Like, I'm taking heads on this one because I think, and I've been one of the biggest critics of the baby specifically. I'm not like a huge fan. Um, you know, he had a lot of hype going in. Like, I, I listened to it. I think he's a good rapper. Dude. But yeah, I was on the I was on the boat that said um, he recycles the same flow and it's kind of boring and all his songs sound the same. And especially, um, I forgot, was it Kirk the album that yeah. he dropped after his dad passed? Yeah, Kirk. Yeah, and I was expecting that to be some monumental, like profound re- self reflection type album, but it was more of the same flow. So I just kind of got really disappointed. Yeah. Um. So this one felt like redemption. Like in terms of how I how I view him selfishly, but like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, my opinion matters. No, no, no. But yeah, tr- like tragedy. I mean, it's it's it sucks, but it also like an artist. It brings out the creative side, and I think like he was using a lot of flows that we haven't heard before for Thanks. sure. Like he was singing on there, and he sounded decent. And bro, I, I, mean, I just hope he continues. Like, because I, I, I love when rappers get experimental, bro. Like, yeah. it can get boring quick, and, and like I think he's going in the right direction. Big facts. Nah, hell yeah, bro. Because honestly, just the way, the way he's approached this album too, it just shows like his whole mindset is obviously forcibly but shifted. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely. Uh... So I mean, like, I, I listened to the album uh, twice. I mean, me personally, I don't think I can really give a solid um, opinion on an album unless I've listened to it like four or five times and really, really sat with it. Yeah. Um. But it sounded like most of the subject matter on the songs were about that very topic, like his. his Literally, that's suicide. that's all it was. And he didn't steer too far away from you know his usual, you know. Uh, and that's subjects. the thing, bro. Like almost, I want to say, what was that? Uh, the intro, brothers keeper, and even Shania, like both of them was just letter. It just felt like letters to his family. You know yep. what I mean? It wasn't even uh, on the music team. He was just talking to them, like trying to console them. So I think that obviously that played a big factor in everything. But it sucks, man. I feel like. Shitty situation, yeah. Being like, it's you, know just I mean? you don't the, want like, that kind of success. It's a, it's an example of like success doesn't always bring like happiness. Like literally, yeah. He's going through some shit, so you know, all the best. Hell yeah, man! Got my condolences. Definitely. Hey, third coin in the bank, bro. What we got? I mean, like going back into politics. Like, the, does the vaccine count as politics? Nah, bro, that's just regular that's public life. health, but because we're in America, we made you know public health politics. But anyway. right, everything that has to be stated with any any way that we run or that we maintain as a society, yeah, is considered politics. Yep, you know what I mean. Yeah, politics just, is life. You you feel me? And yeah. then people will start playing that uh, just the whole political card when it's just like they lose an argument or you just not agreeing with them on. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. you gotta so politicize it, everything. Well, yeah, man. Like you dude, feel me? It's just like why you gotta put. Politicize or politics behind every single statement. You know, welcome what I mean? to life. <laughs> you feel me, like nah. But we say that to say um, the third coin of the bank. Uh, Joe Biden, our incoming president, uh, the president elect sounds kind of corny to me. I don't know why. It just sounds too like a. <laughs> I, I can't just say that, you know. But anyway, Joe Biden. Um, there's been Sleepy like some rumors. Joe. There's been some rumors going around that um, he's going to push to you know get uh, student loan forgiveness or student loan debt forgiveness. Um, for you know, millions of young people across the country. Um, so, my question to you, Ronnie, for this one: Heads, um, 
do you agree with the initiative and do you think it gives uh, you know, a lot of citizens a fresh start economically or tails, do you disagree because you think it'll be harmful to the economy, the amount of money he's allocating to you know, student uh, loan debt forgiveness? Hey, put it this way, man. Like, as far as just the economy is concerned, yeah, it's gonna like fuck it up. But as far as the everyday people, like, think about how many people are like you right now. You know what I mean? First, like, in their first five years into their profession after they just got their degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I don't know me, me personally. Like, not to cut you off, but I can attest to the fact that like I'm blessed with like wonderful parents who yeah. help pay for a portion of my college funds out of pocket. Big facts, and, man. And like through like tiny little grants here and there. So like my debt isn't like like too like big, you know? Like yeah, it's yeah. manageable for me personally. So I don't want to speak for everybody when I give my opinion. But I just want to give that disclaimer. Go ahead. Oh no, big yeah. facts, man. I feel you on that. Shout out to my mom and dad too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like help me out through everything in life. Yeah. But um now I say that to say the everyday person, you know what I mean, you eliminating that student debt. And you, you know what I mean? Just take, like, they no longer have to deal with that. They already start earning towards their future. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to pay off their past. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, bro, that, and then people would eventually use whatever money they have towards the, people would say towards the economy, helping it out because those funds that they have is going to go back into buying groceries, paying rent, helping the shit, like, thrive. But they're also going to be out of a better situation because they're not pressed trying to pay off, you know what I mean? Yep. Pay off debt. And not only that, bro, but, First of all, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking heads on you with this. Yeah, um, I feel like there should be student loan forgiveness, and uh, there there are reasons to disagree with it, but I feel like ultimately it's the right thing to do. Because on top of what you said, I feel like uh, it gives people, especially young people, like faith in the system, faith in the American system, and I feel like for you know Joe Biden and his people, yeah. that's important because they're always talking oh, they about need like, that right now. Yeah, they're always talking about like you know the, the American people are losing faith in our institutions and our system. I mean, it's like a that. fact, though, bro. So if, if you got a right to. Exactly. So if you throw the people a little alley-oop here, like, hey, bro, here, I got you. You're good, hey, on, you're good on your student loans. And this is way better than a fucking stimulus, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, bro, I'll have faith if, if you give me student loan forgiveness. Like, that that changes everything, bro. Yeah, but. Hey, but you know what? In, in, in defense of the other side, bro, mm-hmm. the economy's about to collapse with all this money that's getting printed out. I know we... We've always like brushed, we brushed along it, but you know what I mean. Like, I put playing devil's advocate, the, the tails argument. Not even the tails argument. I'm talking about just the whole financial situation that we currently are in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just like the economy wise, we always like brush on that topic, but honestly, like that's one of those like, fuck it. I'm gonna add a fourth coin to the bank, and I'm gonna ask you a question right now. So, what are your thoughts on the U.S. printing excess money? You know what I mean? And that in the form of like all these uh, these stimulus packages that have already came through, these stimulus packages that are already coming through right now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is just printing and adding more money in. In about three to four years, the value of the dollar is like... So my question to you would be like... Hey, b- b- sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, I was just going to say, do you think that this inflation is going to throw off the U.S. economy? Like, Yeah, I think so. To a point so. that, you know what I mean? I like, think so. It, it is because... A, um, just from like a scientific perspective, like the more money you have circulating in the in the you know domestic market in America, yeah, like the, the inflation just gonna happen naturally. Thanks. But then also like going back to what I was saying about faith in the system, yeah. that goes back to the banks, uh, you know, monetary institutions and things like that. Yeah. So if I'm the average citizen, right, I'm struggling through the pandemic. 
I'm not making as much money. Um, and, you know, I'm waiting for the next stimulus check while, you know, Congress is fucking around. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like, at the same time, um, they can keep printing money because our Federal Reserve is at home. Yeah. So we just print money at will. So if I'm a regular American citizen, I'm sitting back and I'm looking at it like, if, if we can just keep printing our money at like, what the fuck is the point of it? All of this. Exactly, And bro. that's what gets you to lose faith in the system and that's what starts rebellions and that is the fall of like fucking democracy, basically. Hey, but I mean, there's one thing that I think would actually be like the uh, the wedge for from that fall actually happening, bro. And real shit, that's crypto. Yeah. That's cryptocurrency, bro. Like that's something that people need to wake the fuck up right now. You know what I mean? Like invest in that, look into, you know what I mean? Not even one of those look into it. It's, it's super easy. You're over here, you go on Robinhood, you look at different stocks, right? Yeah. You end up uh, reading up on different stocks, different projects, different this, and you put your money into it. It's honestly not that different too. Like It's not. You, you get a Coinbase account in the US, you get a Coinbase account, and then from there, you can just deposit directly from your, uh, you know what I mean, from your funds into that and just stack up on Bitcoin, uh, Cardano, Ethereum, all these little cryptos. Yeah. And it's the same way, bro, because you got to think, once this dollar value goes down, it's going to be in a whole different situation. You know what I mean? And it's like, you think about it, too, like you're already transferring money via Zelle, Cash App. Exactly. How often do you really pull out cash and use it now? Like, honestly, it hasn't, it's, it, I haven't been pulling out cash that often, so... In my like in my mind, money's like it's like a non-existent fucking thing. It's a fugazi. It's a fugazi. Literally, it's a, man. <laughs> you know, like so. I don't know. It's we're going down an interesting path, I think, with with technology and shit. And you're investing in the future of basically the banking system and the, and the way money circulates. Hey, man, and it's better to hedge your bet, especially because of what's been going on lately. Like you got to think, bro. Um, Granted, uh, the fucking, even the stock markets crashed when Corona hit, but Bitcoin dropped all the way down to like 3,500, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was already after, that was for like a brief moment, but you know what I mean? Over these past couple months, it rose back to what it was before the Corona hit, Yeah. you know what I mean? Which was around nine, ten thousand. 10,000. Went to 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, I mean, if you just peep it for a while and just... Yeah, like just and right now it's sitting at twenty two k a piece. You feel me? And trust us, we're not sponsored, but we just. Oh, I mean, bro, you can't we get sponsored game. by this we shit. Give, you feel game. me? This is just one of those. You gotta just peep that. Invest in your future. Add that to your portfolio, and like you will be thanking yourself at the end of next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the earliest. Now, if you play for this for the long game, you'll be thanking yourself in five, six years. And even just generally speaking, bro, like it's always good to have a second source of income, whether it's stocks, Bitcoin, you know, every. But if we want to maximize it. You know, go with the, you know, them coins. Yeah, man. Hey, here on the Two Coin Podcast, we're telling you to get your coins up. <laughs> no pun intended. Wink, wink. No. But, man. Hey, I'm going to just throw in one last topic here. What's happening? Uh, this nigga Trump still saying he won the presidency. Well, he acting like it. We need to get one of those. Uh, bro, he acting like a straight hoe, bro. For real. Nah, we need to get one of those little uh, those little monitors where you can hit it. Yeah. And just give him like a fucking donkey today, yeehaw, some shit. Yeah, like, bro, this little bum ass. He's wildin'. And, I mean, I don't know if anybody's been keeping up with this, but, like, on the 14th, which was Monday, okay. uh, Electoral College certified their votes, which is basically just putting a stamp on the shit saying it's over. <laughs> and they're still out here, like, tweeting bullshit. And I don't know, man. Like, it sucks watching. Like, with him, it's, like... It's just you, comedy you, for the rest of the world, bro. If you understand him, like, psychologically, like, he's, like, a narcissistic 
you, you raised the wrong way. You, you yeah, understand yeah, yeah. where the behavior is coming from. But like from other like lifelong Republicans who went to Harvard Law and Yale Law and Princeton who were sitting in Congress and supporting him yeah. and just like being his cronies, it's like it's bullshit because they're just scared of this nigga and they're not like willing to stand up and tell him what's really going on and, you know, not talk to him like he's a child and because he's the one of the most powerful men in the world. Yeah. Right? So it's just... But it's one of those. So, so, so here's here's the thing with Trump and that title. You know what I mean? Like the way he got it and the way he achieved it, it just feels like, bro, like nobody gave you that respect in that he, field. Dude, he, he so you there, you made your way all the way up there, and you're mad because you still don't get that respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you mad that people still don't uh, give you that love of being a president. You know what I mean? Yeah, obviously, there are those MAGA supporters, and and obviously there's hundreds of millions of them just because you know what I mean. He's not gonna get elected without that. But it's just one of those. Even outside of all that, it's not even just MAGA sports. They're just Republicans. You know what I mean? There's going to be another guy. Just Trump specifically, the way he went in and the way he's going out. Just a clown, bro. Just comedy. Bro, I tweeted the other day, Trump is just Caucasian Saddam. <laughs> and I'm like, it, might, it might sound weird, but it's like... Because he, he has the psychology of any dictator you study. Just forget Saddam. Like Saddam and any other dictator that you want to study. Yeah. Like They have the same characteristics of Trump. I mean, him and uh, But Kim he's restricted Jones. by American democracy. Shit, man! Imagine if Trump was any other country. But nigga, if Trump was was in Iraq, like, yeah, he'd be having shit. Bro, that country would go to shit. If dude, like, think about think how many legal challenges he 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 sends every day. Think about how much norms he violates just because of the power he has. Like, if he didn't have so many restrictions on his power, he'd be wilding the fuck out. He would have yeah. bombed Iran by now if he didn't have so many restrictions. Facts, <laughs> facts. That's crazy to think about, though. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. But yeah, not not to end on a dark and gloomy note. But nah, man. Hey, I think we could squeeze this one little thing in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pause. But uh, <laughs> that's what she said. Hey, NBA talk. We are gonna start it off straight up. Yep. With the Rockets, John Wall, and Demarcus Cousins. Hey, James Harden kind of bitch made, bro. He should just not want to demand a trade, and he should he should stay and build with uh, John Wall and, and Boogie because. I was watching that preseason game against... Uh, he moving nice, bro. Against the Bulls. It was the first night of preseason. Mm-hmm. They're both... I mean, it's preseason and, you know, the game's kind of slow and they're both coming off injury, but they were both looking pretty solid. Bro, I ain't talking about winning the chip, but you talking about competing in the West? Oh, they, could, they could still compete if both those players are even halfway decent. And Harden's there. And we know Harden's going to do what Harden does. But, hey, man, hey, Harden pulling up like that. Look a hell out of shape and whatnot. And I feel like Harden is still dropping buckets. I feel like that that's the best fit because Harden playing the way he plays, he can't have another active superstar in their prime playing with him. Yeah. Like with John Wall and Boogie, it's perfect because they can come back to full game form while being off the ball and not having really that much pressure on them. Facts. So I feel like he should stay. And I feel like they would all like collectively uh mesh. I don't think he's gonna stay. Just off the strength of I don't I don't think uh Houston wants to keep him there at this point. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I was reading a report on ESPN. If they let it, hey, if they let it develop, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. I was reading a report on ESPN that was basically saying, it laid it out, saying like the past, ever since the Rockets got James Harden in like 2012, like, the organization has catered to his every need. Like, they've coddled him. Yeah. Every request he's made, they've, which is fucked up now that he's demanding a trade in this way, too, but that's a side note. So, I mean, if he... I feel like they're going to they're gonna still try to make a push to get him to stay because if they really wanted to trade him, they could have let him go by now. But they're kind of stalling on it. Hey, I mean, if James Harden stays, bro, 
at the end of the day, no matter where he goes or if he stays, he's gonna have to change his style of play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, but I don't think he can. Because it's like at least with John Wall, you, you're getting like you're getting like a downgraded version of uh, Russ. Yeah. But with that, you're also not getting the. I'm coming at you 110% on both ends of the floor, leading to hella turnovers. Yeah, John Wall got his own turnovers in, in his own right. You know what I mean? I think those are going to slow down post-injury. Facts. You feel me? Like, he might even go, like, the Derrick Rose route. You know yeah, what I mean? He'll, he'll slow it down. He'll slow his game down for sure. Because people talk about how good John Wall was. D. Rose was nice as shit. And then as he got older, he's still nice, bro. He's hey, dropping he's 17, 18. He's had a nice comeback, honestly. But he's just on the Pistons, so it hasn't been, you know, shed much light on. But he's been pretty good. I mean, I think John Wall could do something. That's a good like comparison. That. Yeah, I think he could. That's you know a good point. I mean? But that him and uh, him and Demarcus, and then we got on the other side, KD and Kyrie coming back. Look, they looking nice. People talking about like, oh, uh, it's not gonna work out. This and that. Just the way them two play. You know what I mean? It just you you could see KD and Kyrie just pull up to uh, Rucker Park. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't like I couldn't see Steph and KD just pulling yeah. up. And I feel like they have similar personalities. I don't know. I just need or Kyrie. even Kyrie and LeBron. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Like their games kind of mesh. Like they're both you know flashy. Because um, the thing is, getters. but at the end of the day, bro, it's like Kyrie like playing with KD. It's like the opposite of playing with LeBron. And the fact that the spotlight's not on him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it just even meshes like that. Because it's like LeBron's a better player than KD. Yeah, they're both like, no, man, you take the spotlight. No, man, you take the spotlight. Literally. Yeah, yeah. How about we both take the spotlight? Exactly. What about we just do an IG live together <laughs> as friends? No, I'm just kidding. Man. But no, nah, I think they're going to I think they gonna work uh, They gonna work out. I think so too, man. I mean, shit, I'm banking on it because fucking Kyrie, I took him with the second pick in our fantasy draft. So hey. I, I need that man to go off and not be injured. Hey, that's see, that's yeah, that's the big thing is is he's gonna be injured because he's gonna go off if he's playing. Yeah, he's man stays injury prone. All right, man. Who's your one team that you think is gonna surprise everybody? Either conference, like the one team in the entire NBA. Like if you'd have to give a team, because there's gonna be a couple of them. But if you had to give a team like the most improved player, but the most so improved if you would if you would ask me this question like three days ago, I'm asking I, you to I would, right now, I wouldn't have had the same answer as the one okay. I have to give you. But uh, the Hornets. I think they're going to be surprisingly good, and we're going to be forced to pay attention to them. Okay, by saying surprisingly good, now what are we talking? As in, like, because surprisingly good to me is, the, the is expe- you got to make the playoffs. Yeah, well, I mean, the expectation right now, I don't know what it is for everybody else, but at least for me, is like they're going to be seventh or eighth seed. Oh no, yeah, but definitely. I feel like what they're going to do is going to succeed my expectation of that. So, yeah, I feel like they're going to be like a fifth, sixth seed. They might be they okay. Might that's what I want to ask round. you. Okay, so you say yeah. fifth, sixth seed? Yeah, they got some good young pieces. Uh, okay. Like Lamelo's looking fucking nice. Like Gordon, it's still, Hay- it's still early. Gordon but, Hayward, you know. Gordon Hayward has all the room to do whatever he wants that he like that he couldn't do in in, in Boston. Boston. There were so many people in his way in, at Boston. Yeah, and they got Miles Bridges still developing, and uh, Devontae Graham still got Rozier off the bench. They still got Rozier. Like I think they'll be good. Hey, that's an interesting one. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't guess that. I think they'll be good. Well, honestly, I think uh, I'd have to go with your sons, bro. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, like, as soon as they got Chris Paul, I think people started taking it seriously now. No, but I'm saying as far as like, I think y'all could, uh, and this is just off the strength of who Chris Paul is. If Chris Paul took the fucking thunder to the, what, what was that, the sixth seed? Yeah. Imagine where he going to take this fucking Suns team. He has, he has so many more weapons now. Bro, I feel like the Suns might surprise us and end up on the third or fourth seed. 
Third or fourth. Ooh, I don't want to put that much pressure on us, man. Hey, we talk. I about still don't the, think we're better than the Nuggets, and I still don't think we're better than. Bro, it ain't. It ain't maybe, a, the, maybe the Jazz are better than us. That would be a good. Four, see, that would be a good four or five matchup. Hey, but it, it it ain't even about what uh, what's it called who you better than. It's the fact that bro, you got Chris Paul, and now he has DeAndre Ayton. He has a young big, and he has an in his prime shooting guard. Yeah, he could just run the show and lead the locker room, which is what he thrives and wants to do. With Monty, like bro. Yeah, bro. Come on, son. Like our culture in that locker room is gonna be so nice, bro. Hey, you got some winning years because you got to think. Uh, Booker's what twenty four, and Aiton's what like nineteen. Yeah. Like you got at least five years. These niggas are children, babies, bro. <laughs> bro, yeah, I'm excited, man. But uh, like, yeah, that would be my answer too. But sleeper team is to me, I think, a team that you go into the season expecting one thing, and then coming out of the season getting a different result. But yeah, you said like there'll be like you expect them to be like a third or fourth seed. So you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm still expecting middle of the pack, even six seed. The West is tough, bro. Blazers got better. Jazz are still good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you got you got some people you gotta battle that out with, but you know. Yeah. I'm I'm just uh you got you you got a bona fide leader now, so you know what I mean? It changes I, ooh, things. Another good one would probably be Dallas. I I put Dallas maybe as a sleeper. I don't know. I expect Dallas to be like a third seed. You think the NBA is going to start try- like figuring Luka out a little bit or not? Hell nah, bro. You see him in the preseason game? Yeah. He was rusty. Because I don't know. Like, nice. I, feel like, I feel like we had the same kind of course of reaction with Giannis. When he first came in, he was a sensation. We were like all in amazement. No, we weren't. And bro, then- Giannis had to develop. Like Giannis popped up after his like third or fourth year. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah. Because okay. remember one year he averaged. The first, like his first couple years being like a superstar. But here's the difference, bro. Fucking Luka can shoot. Yeah. He's a knockdown there's really, there's sniper. Really, there's really not much Luka has to work on. You, you know what I mean? He's just going to get better at what he already has. He doesn't has. need to develop at all, really. Like, bro, we're talking, about, and- we're talking about a kid in his third year in MVP conversations. He was already in bro, those he talks last year. Logic. He's like the Benjamin Button of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's LeBron James. Yeah, Benjamin yeah, Button, Tom Backers, but yeah, not yeah, feel what you Luka, said. Luka's like in reverse. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah. But nah, man. I think it might be about that time. You you know what I mean? Feels like it. But uh, yeah. hey, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. You know what I mean? Just As make always. sure make sure y'all hit that uh, subscribe button. Give us a like. Give us a shout out. It is what it is. It's your boy Ronnie, and I'm Wally. The other side of the coin. We out.